Good afternoon. My name is Yemi Majekudumi and I'm on doing podcast five today on Widow Recovery Secrets. Um, I'm going to talk briefly about who I am and my story and then I'll touch on the topic I'm looking at today for those who are listening for the first time. Um, My story started when I became widowed just under seven years ago. And since then, I've made it my mission to share my story, to encourage women around the world through social media on the fact there is hope after loss and that you can meet someone new again. So my husband died suddenly and my life just changed. Imaginable. I can actually say... It's one of the most challenging incidents that I've ever gone through in my life and I hope not to go through any other. So I'm here today to talk about attitude and the focus is to strengthen widows and to encourage widows to, through my story that even though I felt I couldn't survive widowhood, There were so many ups and downs, challenges emotionally. And I know people are in the throes of different levels of their widowed at the moment. Some have just lost their spouses due to COVID-19. Some have lost their spouses due to ill, ill health. But whatever your experience is, there's still the hurt and the pain. And what was shocking for me is when my husband suddenly passed away, I had to go and meditate for seven days in prayer to gain physical strength and emotional strength to actually face what had actually happened. But it's in my periods of praying and gaining strength for those seven days that I felt I, my spirit rose up and gave me the energy to face the huge task I had to raise my children, to marry, manage every area of my life, basically. So every walk is different, but the common thread is there's a loss and there's a vacuum in the home. So today my podcast is about attitude, how your attitude will empower you to gradually move on to the other side of strength in your walking in widowhood. And I define today your attitude as the way you decide to perceive a thing or event how you feel or position your thoughts or react to it or a mindset. So in the context of losing a spouse, I personally, even though it was a huge shock and devastation, after meditating for seven days in prayer, I felt in my spirit to say to myself that I shall not be defeated by that, by the loss of my spouse. And that I would want to go into another relationship. So I'm just sharing pointers of what I've done and so on and so forth. But presently, I'm a coach. So you can find me at www.businessandmarriagecoaching.com. I'm also a blogger. You can find me at surviving-widowhood.com. And feel free to chat or leave me messages or you can DM me on Facebook. I've got the Widows Recovery Secret group on Facebook where you'll find me.
So I'm here to talk about attitude. The attitude we take when adversity strikes can be quite... You can either go one way or the other, not suddenly, but gradually. You have to decide how you want to see your loss. So you either say, I'm going not to be defeated or I'm going to fight this with all I've got and all those around me to support me. So one of the main points about having a positive attitude and keeping a positive mindset is you have to try and minimize self-pity that is come, that comes around us when we have loss. It's not easy. It wouldn't be something that you consciously be able to do perhaps straight away. But once you've set a routine in place, perhaps after a year or so, you have to try and minimize the self-pity which people tend to confer on us as widows when they visit you or when you, when they look at you, the way they perceive you unconsciously, there's an air of self-pity. So I'm saying no matter how bleak your situation appears, there's always someone else who might just be worse off than you. So what does that mean? To enable you to minimize self-pity, I try to look around me and see where I could divert that pain into something useful. So I was fortunate to be able to continue running a group I was running just before my husband passed away. So I returned to facilitate that group, I think a month after. I can even clearly visualize how I was perceived then because people were wondering, would I be able to do it or cope? But I, by the grace of God, I did it and continued to lead the group. And if anything, it actually strengthened me as well. Because I didn't, he gave me a positive focus. So I can actually say it does help. It helps you minimize your self-pity. I can hear or you say nothing can be harder. But I do believe that when you find someone to share your life story with. And, and another one shares theirs, vice versa. I found in many situations we become humbled because we appreciate that even though you're talking to another widow or someone who's faced adversity, you realize that sometimes our situations are not as bleak as the other. And some way that actually shifts you shifts your mindset from self to that person. And this tends to humble us as well. I mean, since my spouse passed away, I've heard... So many wrenching stories, heart-wrenching stories that have humbled me in many ways. And these have made me realize that my burden of adversity, though, though present, but perhaps was actually more lighter and less as hurtful compared to some other stories I've heard. It just gives you perspective and this engineers your attitude and hopefully would minimize the self-pity around you. Because once you can move your your perception of self-pity, so would you be able to empower people around you to prevent them from being too pity party around you or treading too carefully around you. And that would help your attitude as well. And the attitude of people around you. All is never lost in any situation, I believe. When my husband died, at that moment, especially on the day of the funeral, I did think, well, how am I going to cope? But what helped me is each time 
every day I had to go and pray. And once I said my prayers in the morning, I just felt energized, like my perception of self, my attitude of self shifted. So I was able to glean light through even the dark tunnel of adversity daily. So that was my source of strength to link to God and pray daily. So I would say um, once you can learn to shift your the self-pity, it moves you away from that sense of hopelessness which can easily come over us when we're going through the loss of a spouse. And one way to be proactive or do that is perhaps to if you haven't volunteered at that moment in time or you're still working, you can find someone who you can solve a problem for and that will divert the how you're feeling. Perhaps after a year of your loss or six months if you're stronger and you gain healing and recovery from this. And I find when you do that, when you see the human nature is to help others anyway. So when you do that, it actually shifts your mindset and it strengthens us emotionally as well. And you gain a lot of fulfillment from it. You you ask me, you might ask, what problem can I solve? There's so many problems around. It might just be your neighbor that needs shopping when you're going shopping. You can knock and ask the person, do they need shopping? Especially in these times of COVID and isolation, there's always someone who has a problem that needs sharing, needs help with. Um, that helps your attitude is guiding what you watch and hear. So this requires a lot of self-discipline and courage. Because when you do lose a spouse, you, you use anything to perhaps hide away from the pain. Because I remember, I think in the first few months, when I came back from work... I had to basically spend half an hour just watching a soap to recover from the fatigue of work and knowing that I was going to, into a second shift, which meant preparing meals for my children and so on and so forth. So gradually, you just have to, as you get stronger, you find what we watch and what we hear does impact your attitude and how you see things, especially in the situation of loss. So try that's one pointer that I would give and then the third one is to confess daily positive affirmations about yourself. So that would mean using your cognition. In cognitive behavioral therapy, my background is in mental health, so I'm aware of certain theories used, even in counseling. So with your cognition, you can train your mind to change the negative into positive. And many times, it's part, the power of that is done through what you say. So you, you try not to say, I will not recover from this. You rather say, I will recover from this. Even though everything around you doesn't seem to feel so. Or you say, I will not be defeated by this. You constantly, every day, have to say it. And gradually you get stronger. After two weeks, you'll be amazed with the effects of positive um, affirmations or confessions. And that's what I did. I did things, I'd say things. I use the scripture like some of the prayers in the Bible or words in quotes saying, I would say things like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Why should I be afraid? Because when you're 
grieving and you've lost a spouse, you obviously become very aware that you're by yourself doing everything for your family, especially when you have children. So it's so easy for fear to step in. Each time you wake up, you are you awake with the dawn, knowing that it's not here. You're doing this all by yourself again. Whilst positive, positive affirmations help you just get through the day, you know. And what's amazing is when you lose your spouse, everything seems to go on as normal. The sun is still shining. People are still going to work. And many times you get caught in a bubble of like, it could be like doom. So you have to find something in you to say certain things, to revert whatever your thoughts are saying. You turn them around to positives. So this enables you not to be discouraged and if anything, it empowers you and you tend to have a lot of energy around you. It gives you a lot of energy as well. And the fourth one I would say is, it links to confession in a sense, but I felt after a year or so, I wasn't always quick to introduce myself as a widow, especially in places where people didn't know me. Or like, especially in social settings where there were interactions, barbecues, parties, I would just say I'm single. And this generally allows you to identify yourself as as a person first, rather than a widow. And this then shifts the badge of loss bestowed on yourself. Because merely you tell people you're a widow, they might not realize it, but they quickly confer pity and sorrow. And they have this air of hopelessness around you. And then you take unconsciously that pain. And it it can actually bring all the past. So with all the work you've done in strengthening yourself, just that can bring all that back again, all the past of what you've been working and strengthening yourself emotionally. So try not to be quick to say you're a widow, especially amongst people who don't know you. It's a way of actually planning to move forward in your mind spiritually. And then gradually, physically, you start to feel it. And then the last point would be, um, one thing I did was, and I still do, is I read about um, successful widows, widows who have made it to the other side. So what does that mean? Um, I found books where people spoke about what they did and so on and so forth and how they managed their finances, how they got help and so on and so forth. So I'd research that it's not easy but you always find a book online or amazon and that was one of the inspirations of me writing my book the my ebook walking out of widowhood you can get that on my facebook page yemi majekodumi yemi adumajekodumi and you get it from payip and i'm offering a discount at the moment and what i've written in my walking out of widowhood ebook is i give a timeline of you don't have to stick to it, but it just gives you a guide. Because I remember when I lost my spouse, I was looking for something that would guide me. I had family and everything around me, but people around you, when they haven't experienced it, it's totally different. So what I did is I Googled online and I found a book. And it basically walked me through different things. I didn't necessarily use every chapter, but in many ways, it gave me a guide and perspective to how to manage certain incidences like when to sort out your home how to claim how you're feeling and manage how you're feeling perhaps write things down when is it what do you look out for 
when you start to feel lonely, guard against, and so on and so forth. Or another thing that was really helped me is I made a friend with a widow in my community. And she walked alongside of me. And that meant I had I was able to phone her, we'll chat, have evening chats briefly on things that might have come up as challenges during my day. So those are the pointers I'm giving today. But all those help your attitude because when you have the company of a strong widow as a friend, they become a living testimony to encourage you that you can also achieve and stand and succeed onto the other side. You still we still go through all the emotions of fear. Even now I'm actually engaged and preparing to commit into a new relationship. When I look back, you still many times throughout your work, you still go through things like fear, the uncertainty, making sure you have your money saved for just in case of emergency, managing your money much more. I'm just being more cautious and always being aware that you're still quite vulnerable and there are always people who will try to take advantage. But as I always say, in what I write and what I'm saying today, there's always hope after loss. No matter how dire your situation is, I pray every day as you awaken that you will see beyond the darkness a gleam of light. And your main gleam of light to hold on to is you wake up and you're still alive. So there's a reason why you are still alive and there's purpose in our work. You might find, you might even decide to set up a support group and so on and so forth. So I'll just stop here. I wish you all the best. For, for more interaction, you can find me on the group, on my group on Facebook, Widow Recovery Secrets on Facebook. And I do a live talk on different issues with widows on Friday at 12 on Facebook Live. And for coaching, you find me at www.businessandmarriagecoaching.com. And as previously mentioned, I produced an ebook titled Walking Out of Widowed. This will inspire you to get the results you need or to give you, it gives you a timeline of things you need to just guard against. And at the moment, I'm offering it 15% less for the next couple of weeks. Stay blessed and stay safe. Thank you.